Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Shotgun Start. Today is Friday, April 22nd. DJ, how you doing? Brendan! Andy! Excited to be here, man. Thrilled, uh, thrilled to get the call. Uh, you know, long time, I don't know, probably third time or something I was thinking about. I'm sure I've been on the podcast before, but always happy to be lot. back. Always happy to be back. Yeah, so for those that aren't aware... This is uh this is Dennis Dennis Pihowski DJ Pihowski sure uh, renowned I don't know what your title is over there at No Laying Up producer yeah uh, producer of some sort renowned I think not renowned well whatever you know that's what this this renowned renowned I think it's like potato, potato. I, I'm not saying I'm either of those things but I know it's not renowned have you ever met somebody that calls a tomato a tomato uh yes i just got back from scotland and that's all everybody says so when you're trying to order burgers with no tomato you know you're going to sound like a jackass but you just got to say it anyways because oh okay cool no, no they're like okay cool got it no tomato so you adjust no 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 i didn't i was uh you know just a, a daft bees-headed american just fully going for it with with tomato but uh i felt self-conscious about it every time it's really funny when you go to a different country, like especially one that is English isn't the basic or the base language. Like I went to Argentina right before I started this whole venture, but um, I took Spanish in middle school and I can speak a little bit of Spanish, but I would always get up there. And the second that that I, I got my, you know, I got my order and I'd be so proud the second they talked back. To me, I it would just be like a, a blank stare would come over my face, and they'd know that I was just an, an American asshole. I felt so bad. We were at uh, an Indian restaurant in St. Andrews, and there was a guy who was, you know, kind of struggling with with English a little bit, and we're trying to order and uh, my my friend and associate, Big Play Ray, who was over there with us. Uh, kept trying to order a water and a diet coke but we realized after the fact that the guy thought he was just saying order diet coke and ray just kept repeating it over and over and over like order diet coke order diet coke and the guy was just blank stare and he finally kind of like uh homer simpson you know back into the bushes like he just he just left without saying anything so uh i think it goes both ways andy i wouldn't wouldn't beat yourself up man i think it i think everybody goes through that Hey, uh, how was uh, how was you were out in Scotland? I assume you went to the Fairmont uh, St Andrews. You know what? Our what? our bus drove past it on the way uh, back to St Andrews from Crail. I, I wasn't fast enough to get my phone out and take a photo to send to you and Brendan, but it, I had a hearty solo chuckle about it. it looks like a beautiful <laughs> beautiful place. <laughs> Do you think there are a lot of people there trying to play the old course? They uh, have their own old course, of they, course. They do, of course. Uh, unclear, am amazing piece of property from the road anyways. I mean, it's one of those places, you know, if you if you accidentally booked there thinking you were going to the old course, would you be disappointed? Yes. Uh, are there worse places in the world to make that mistake? I would say also yes. You know, it's, it's still a pretty good place to be. You're only, you know, five minutes down the road. 
it seemed like you guys spent a lot of time at the old course. A lot of time. A lot of time. Uh, we were very lucky to hit the ballot on the Saturday that we, we got there. Uh, so we all played Saturday. I played a hickory match on the old course against Neil, which is a lifelong, lifelong dream of mine. I got my ass kicked, uh, but had an absolute blast. Neil was like, long story, <laughs> really long story. Uh, we got locked out of our Airbnb. So we we're trying to change. So we ended up missing like the first three holes, which is, you know, who wants to hit that first tee shot me, at, at the old course anyways. Um, can I ask you about getting locked out of your Airbnb? Yeah, please. This happened to me last summer, and I I'm now so out on like double authentication. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was an own goal for sure. They had given us the keys that we needed, but it was kind of like a double door, like storm door situation. And we had been there for five days, and the storm door had literally never been closed. And so we went to. We were very lucky to have lunch down at the RNA. Our Airbnb was just like right up the hill, so we're you know we're sitting there. We've got like twenty minutes to our tea time. Longer than that. We had like 40 minutes to our tea time. Our Airbnb is two minutes away. So like, oh, we're just going to pop up. We'll change real quick, grab our clubs. We'll meet you guys right back down. Somebody had pulled the storm door closed. Uh, our other associates had left the keys locked upstairs. So, I mean, we're literally just standing there waiting. I felt so bad for Neil. Neil had never played the old course before. So we're, we're standing there. I got shit on by a bird uh, while we're just standing there on the stoop. It was a really low... It was a low point for sure, all things considered. Uh, so shout out to our property managers. They uh, we gave them a call, explained the situation. The guy pulled up, you know, on the the scores there on St. Andrews, right next to the beach. Finds a quick parallel spot. He comes sprinting out of the van to come let us in. He knew how serious it was. It was it was very awesome. Uh, so we sprinted up the stairs, grabbed our clubs, sprinted back down, sprinted to the golf course, and then we're like literally running down the side of the fairway of one, two, and three at the old course, uh, just looking like complete morons. Uh, get to the fourth tee, just completely out of breath, hit the golf ball all over the place, but settle down after that. I think Neil... Not, not an ideal way to... Not, not ideal. To, no, not ideal. Uh, Neil, I think to his massive credit, I keep wanting to beat myself up for the loss. I think he was like... We, he made me play the back tees, which he usually does, uh, which is good with hickory clubs uh, when he hits it like 100 yards farther than I do. But he, I think, was like four over, five over with, with the hickories, parred like eight or nine in a row. It was it was unbelievable. So great day. Neil's a really good golfer. He is. He really he is. Not be a good, he might not be a good golfer, but he's a really good golfer. That's, you know? that's well said. What I'm saying. Yeah, I do. I do know, know exactly what you're saying. So to your point about spending a lot of time on the old course, uh, we all got out there again on Wednesday uh, as part of the kind of like the big group we were with and not to keep beating up on Neil, but like I, I already cleared up that he, he beat the shit out of me in our match, but uh, he's, he's famous for, you know, flying close to the sun and then maybe giving a couple back. Uh, he was four under through seven on the old course, going into the wind, going out. Uh, and then I think he lost two balls on 10 and ended up going like 32, 43 or something like that. It was, 3244 it, it was uh it's spectacular route. spectacular stuff yeah that's uh that's great that's not I, I mean i'm sure you went to a lot of places uh sounds like a wonderful wonderful trip it was any, good stuff uh, any big any big takeaways from the masters um you know what i was i was excited to see a proof of life from your guy rory i know you'd written him off uh you know and and just completely shit on him on thursday night i was excited well, to listen to that well, podcast I, well, write him off uh but that was a blast it was awesome awesome to watch that so you know again sorry to keep talking about the scotland trip but we had uh kind of like the jigger in there right the scotland trip 
This is your podcast today. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, right off of the 17th fairway, there's the Jigger Inn. We had that. We had like a group of like 36, 36 people over there for the trip. And so we all had kind of like taken that over. And just the energy that Rory has when he's in the hunt, like it was, you know, I mean, it's unlike anything any other current player apart from Tiger and maybe Jordan contains, right? I mean, it, the place was absolutely electric, even though it was so clear he wasn't going to win. Everybody's just willing, willing, willing the ball into the hole every time. When he made the eagle on 13, everybody lost their minds. Uh, it was it was great. And then I guess the other thing, I mean, uh, you know, hard to come up with a more obvious take than this, but uh, Scotty Scheffler, super impressive. You know, <laughs> agree or disagree? He's, he, he's decent at golf, you know? I think... Uh, he gets a couple things figured out. He's got a bright future. I, I agree with that. You know? No, I agree with that. No, but how about? I mean, with, you guys talked about it with plenty. Rory, and, though, yeah, go ahead. Was he really in it? Not really. Like it wasn't. Unless Scheffler was going to shit the bed coming in. I mean, listen. Have people, you know, bogeyed the last three? Have people bogeyed the last two? And you know, had some disasters coming down the stretch. Of course. So it's it's in the in the cards. But you know, I don't. I'm sure his like realistic percentage never really got above you know 10 percent or something like that but uh it, it was yeah the only bummer about it was that scheffler's like the steadiest most rock solid player on the planet so if anybody was not going to give it back it was pretty clear that it was it was him yeah it's scheffler's uh short game being so good gives you kind of totally like no hope exactly like, it just keeps keeps that, his like, foot on your like, throat the whole time get up and down 100 yeah, percent. it's just like oh it's like oh he hit a bad shot it's like but it'll hit this to six inches, and it—it's not even dramatic. That's the thing. Exactly, he hits him so close that it's not like he's making six footers. He's got um, whiffs of uh, whiffs of a, a likable P. Patrick Reed is kind of similar with yeah, with him coming down the better, down the, Well, no, of course, but I just mean in the in the short game department, right? Like, oh, I don't know, Reed could yeah. punt this away. It's like, well, no, he just gets everything up and down. Yeah, he's. Uh, He's, I don't know if you heard he played basketball too. Yeah, I heard so that. That I, makes him makes him like cool. He's kind of like an all American guy. Totally. So uh, we're we're eighteen holes in. This is even. This is being recorded on Friday morning, so it's even um, less relevant. I'm in a very echoey room, so I apologize now about that. Uh, it's a small room with no carpet, and uh, and uh, it, I can just hear the audio bouncing around. Um, <laughs> But anyways, Patrick Cantlay and Xander Schauffele shoot a 59. Another 59. The Man, great, 59 watch. The barrier has fallen again. And they shot 59 best ball. They lead Matt Neesmith and Taylor Moore by one shot. Aaron Ryan, David Lipsky by two. The Solicitor General, Tommy Ganey, Robert Garrigus, breathing a- life into a tournament. They're at 11 under. They got the, you know, you got the... The prostitution guy and uh, the live golf guy, right in the mix. This just yeah, Team Vice going on there. You love you love seeing that. Is this is this worst case scenario for for the tour? They win. Well, I read their. You know, I, I'm uh, much like yourself. I think I, I'm not big on criticizing. You know, the press room, everybody's working hard in there. So, and I'm not in there and I'm not asking questions. So, I hate being the guy that's like, they should ask this question. However, a little weird to not see him be asked at all yesterday about the live golf stuff. That was, that was a little frustrating. So, hopefully, they hang around today for the simple fact that I don't think they can avoid the question two days in a row. 
Tommy Gainey seemed like a perfect guy for for the Saudis too. That's true. I was thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, he's got his uh, big break fame. He's got some fame. He's got a shtick with his two gloves. Sure. And uh, I imagine he's got some hefty lawyer bills to pay off. Uh, I would imagine so. Yeah, that's that's a really good call. Maybe, you know, there's been kind of whispers over the last six months about all these guys kind of recruiting each other and who's who's really putting the screws to who about trying to get him talked in. Maybe, maybe Garrigus is giving him the hard sell, you know? It's, uh, yeah, it's, who knows? Who knows? It's, uh, he, he, just, I mean, the other thing about it is, so Eamon, I don't know where Eamon got his report. I'm assuming it came from the PGA Tour. Yeah. How about the tour just like, just like throwing Garrigus out? It's a, it's a true, <laughs> the, the corporate version of like, get a load of this fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, just just shipping them out there just, totally just to the wolves good luck man it's like oh oh you want to you want to guess ask for this waiver well here you go you get to go deal with the public uh backlash yeah. of, the, of your decision for the next four weeks which is would be weird also if like i mean there have to be other guys that have asked for waivers by now right so to to not hear those is yeah that that feels like the the message is being controlled a little bit well, I love the other thing about their like whole system. Like, I think it's what thirty day period. Yeah. They 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 have thirty days. You ask for the waiver, and they they have a third. I love how they wait the, the whole thirty days. They have to, have to. Yeah, you <laughs> like, got to look at it from all angles, man. Right away, <laughs> but waiting the thirty days and just letting people hang out there is is really a wonderful play i mean imagine also with just gas prices these days inflation booking that last minute trip to uh to saudi arabia it's gotta be tough oh i guess they're in england they're in england the first well still listen it's a popular route itself you know routes are being being diminished it's it's yeah it's tough out there in those airline streets right now were you looking to uh, play the Centurion Club on your recent trip? Uh, that, I missed it. No, I was trying to. Radar. I was trying to do some Tetris. Uh, try to make it fit in the uh, in the the itinerary. It just it wasn't wasn't going to work. I'm pretty sure Tron got out there though. I think he. I think he saw it. Um, let me ask you. So let me ask you a question. What What do you think about this tournament? Which tournament? Zurich. Because scrolling down that leaderboard, you just. I mean. It's so weird. It's the, It's kind of to me like I the, think it'd be better. It'd be a better tournament if if the heritage and whatever next week is doesn't it didn't exist. Well, yeah, that's most of the PJ Tour at this point. Like, yeah, I mean, if there weren't fifty five events, thing, like, yeah, this tournament would. There's you could say that about so many tournaments. This tournament would be great if last week's tournament and the week after's tournament didn't exist. I think this event might be responsible for me just like stopping suggesting things you know what i mean like this is a good example of one of those ones it's like you know what they need to do is a fucking they need to do a team event i would watch that for sure and then it's like what aaron rye and david lipsky and matthew neesmith and taylor Moore. i'm like oh no you could you could take that I, i'm finished with that you could take that away no no box for me with that one i no thanks i'm, I'm done <laughs> Like I, I don't know what it is about this tournament. I, I feel like I should like it, but I never carve out time to watch. Ever, it. ever. It's great watching the last, and this is, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of hardy golf fans like nodding their head in approval saying like, yeah, that's the whole point. But great watching the last four holes, you know, show me the last four holes of this thing on Sunday. Awesome. 
do I need to watch Taylor Moore and Matthew Neesmith on Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Probably not. You know, I'm probably going to skip that. Well, it's kind of like that, like nondescript Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> tread light, uh, tread lightly, my man. Game. <laughs> yeah, you get like the Jaguars Texas game in week 15 as a you know an NFL fan. But if it's like close at the la- in the fourth quarter, hundred percent. Like, oh yeah, I'll flip that on. Exactly. I'll see what, I'll see what, what uh, Trevor Lawrence can do. I think what that he can drum up. I think that's right. I think that's that's exactly how I feel. And and look like the the super teams this year. I think breathe a little life into it, right? Like the the Xander and Cantlay things fun. Morikawa and Hovland's really fun. I like all that. Uh, I think there's some Sun Kang and John Huh. Yeah, no, you didn't. You cut me off. You didn't let me get to them. Uh, but the, uh, you know, I think there's some some delicious uh, takes to be had about Cantlay and uh, and Xander winning a team event. I think that would be really fun uh, with you know some of their like absolute missing persons reports in some of the majors, and I think you know seeing them show up and just beat up uh, some of these weird teams would be kind of fun. But other than that, yeah, it's you it's Philly boy's always a presence here too. For of course, of course, uh, the big Cajun, uh, he loves it there. Um, but the other the other he, flip side of this is it's almost like the worst. Uh, it's almost like the worst combo. I remember talking to some players about it, and like the players legitimately love it. Like they love it, love it, love it. Have a great time. They all get so into like the team aspect. They you know being in New Orleans, all, even though this golf course is out in like true detective territory. I don't know if you've ever been out there or not, but it's, it's a bit of a tough scene out there, but they, uh, it's like that weird combo where like the players really love it. And it's like massively disinteresting to the general public, which is, it seems like maybe, uh, more and more of golf is headed that way. I think this would be better if it was all alternate shot. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I, I do like the alternate shot round, so Sunday and Friday, because the pace of play really moves. And I think one of the issues with Saturday, foursome's best ball is just a slog. Yeah. It's just awful. Agreed. It's, it's, I don't like playing it. I don't like, you know, if I had my druthers with our events and they're my events, we would go to all alternate shot. <laughs> but people would get really mad about not being able to play their own ball one round. Sure. And, uh, but like, it's just a, it's a slow format and it doesn't work well. Agree. Agree. And I think the other thing, and this is a little more out of left field, but, uh, having it be a mixed, a mixed team event, which I've been beating this drum on at every possible, uh, opportunity, but having a men's and women's mixed team event would be infinitely more interesting. But then you get into FedEx cup, points and playing opportunities and all that bullshit. I, sh- I would say they should still give out full FedEx Cup points and sure. exemptions. Totally. The the LPGA Rolex points. Give it win. yeah. CME Globe. Give it they, give them everything. Give yeah. To your exemption. True, true who get, who gives a shit. That are yeah. exempt on tour as is. Yes. Here, here. Well there you go. Maybe that fixes the problem. It would be sick. Would watch. Then they can play either you know, either tour for Yeah. But um, you write uh, LPGA on the LPGA. This is a great event. Awesome event. Wilshire. I'm in Southern California. It was really windy yesterday. Was this way, in Southern California? I fell asleep on the plane so, when I was listening to the pod. Was this your event of the week? This is event of the week. Okay, that's I what I figured. I've been very diligent with event of the week this year. I need to pick it up in that. But Allison Lee leads uh, 
five under 66 carve some time out the next two weeks hell yeah these are both delightful golf courses that they're playing where are they at really next week cool uh it's at palace verdes oh sweet a billy bell yeah it's a really severe piece of land people are going to be like wowed next week with the views because it sits on this kind of hill and it just overlooks the pacific ocean so next week's r- really cool place i love uh, the back nine of this tournament it's some of the some of the coolest viewing of of the year i think in in uh tournament golf back nine at wilshire's awesome yeah la open long live the la open and they got the la open title because the because the tour gave it away <laughs> that's right how about that so um this is the walk-up music episode are you ready to dive in <laughs> I, i'm uh yeah i feel really back-footed i texted you yesterday you asked if you wanted if i wanted to be a part of this glorious uh tradition i i said what do i need to prepare you said quote absolutely nothing uh, so I took that to heart in a, in a really big way. I have, I have nothing prepared. I, I don't know where we're going, uh, but I'm excited to do it. I barely prepared. So, you know, that makes two of us. I okay. just have the, I have the music on my phone as is a tradition. Okay. I haven't yet to figure out how to properly mix this in. Well, you were very misleading on your text this morning. It was like, yeah, you ready to go? Yeah. Hold on. I'm just cutting down some tracks. Total well, industry, total industry I, I speak. Cut- I cut the tracks and I send them to my phone and play them from the phone. Okay. So this is, uh, this is, it, it drives some people nuts. But so this, the premise of this, I don't know if walk-up music still exists. It seems like it exists. It seems like it does. I was looking for lists to kind of try to like, you know, even though you told me not to prepare, I was kind of trying to look at like, all right, who's got what song going on? What's, what's up? Uh, and I, all I could find was lists from like 2018, 2019. But they were talking about, like, Hovland and, and Morikawa were talking about, we need help with our walk-up music. And I'm right. like, wait, does it exist? Exactly. I thought the tour struck this from the record. I thought they, they erased it from the tournament. But the whole premise is they <laughs> did walk-up music. They might still do it. They do it. Everybody always... King, we've done this every year. We are, I'm picking songs for the team. This is the song... Well, they, they're taking this song. This is what they should be walking out to. Can I ask you a question about uh, walk-up music? How much, if you can quantify it, how much do you think the walk-up songs have, have grown the game? <laughs> I, it's a great question. I think we both have a... I think that the, I think I think we, the first G facility in New Orleans is thriving because of walk-up music. Kids I just came out. So this is so cool that... You know, Trey Molnax came out to to country country music. Yeah, I'm playing golf. No, that's the kind of music I like. I've been right on the fence about whether I was going to play or not. I think I'm in now. There's like 14 people on the on the tee box, just like. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be fucking electric down there. Uh, well, we're we're going to grow the game. I think if anybody's been to you know any golf course over the last two years and just seen how busy it is, I just I don't think there's any data to show to uncouple it from the walk-up music, you know? That's the thing. You can't prove that it wasn't the Exa- walk-up music. Exactly. So it's good to, good to give this its due today. All right, you ready to go? So I'm going to play a clip. You're going to guess what team this is All right. about. This is going to be really hard because I don't know who's in the field. Easy. This is a layup. Okay. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over time. 
Uh, I'm trying to see if your guy for telly's not in the field. Come on, gold digger. Who's the gold digger in the in of? of oh, 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 of course, right, Ryan Palmer. Ryan Palmer. Yeah, of course. Scotty Shuffler. I was taking gold it a little digger. too literally there. Of course, of course, the guy who hitches himself to every top star available: Spieth, Rom, now Scheffler. Uh, it's honestly, I respect his his bit. Like, I think it's pretty clear that it is a bit at this point, and I hope he. I hope it continues. I got word from the ground right after it was. Uh, it, maybe it was at Riviera that was right after the the waste management. Uh, that sounds right. I've told this story a couple times now, but I got word that literally right after the the Monday or the Tuesday on the range, uh, there was a witness account of Ryan Palmer going up to Scotty Scheffler and being like, "Congrats, man! Great win!" and literally. Right after the congratulatory, you know, pleasantries introduction, right after he goes, hey, who's your partner for Zurich? How about that? Well, I don't know. Maybe there's a little bit of a relationship there. At least they're both like Texas guys, right? Like the Rom one didn't make any sense to me. I'm not making that up, right? That sounds like a fever dream. Like him and Rom were partners too, weren't they? Didn't they yeah, win it? Him and Rom, him and Spieth. Yeah. Him and, him and Scheffler. I mean, like the the average world rank for his partners has got to be like two point three. It's unbelievable. Maybe he's just a you know, I guess if you're if you're Ryan Palmer, I mean, not that he's you know hasn't had a bunch of just you know he never loses his card. He's always right in there. But if you can get a little insurance policy, get a little two year exemption, like yeah, I I get it. It's a smart move. It is he's a smart guy. All right, up next, we're gonna we're gonna we're going to the next one. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna guess this is your uh, this is your Garrigus Tommy Ganey group. <laughs> that is correct. That's good Bad one. Girls. Bad girls. That is uh, that song slaps. Of course. Oh, it's an all timer. I, I had a couple. I, I was mentally prepared for uh, you know "Live Forever" by Oasis. I thought would have been would have been good for for Garrigus. Uh, Honestly, I would have respected if they just came out to Nookie by uh, Limp Biscuit. I think it would have been a pretty all-time move. Uh, just a middle figure to, to all the haters and losers. Uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of ways you could go. A lot of ways you could go with that one. So, like Sometimes like there are very blatantly obvious songs for people. Sure. But other times, it's like I was, I was Googling like prostitution yeah. songs. Songs about prostitution. And different things to figure out what the best song. I mean, bad girl, but that song is a great song. Great I mean, song. I, I turned when I turned it on. I was like, oh yeah, this is a good <laughs> song. Like the beginning of it. I was uh, on a plane and it, and it was like overwhelming my AirPods. I like I was like worried <laughs> that my my computer was playing the music, and I was like, wait, is this? Am I disrupting everybody around me because of how how? It's that's a full-bodied song, or or enhancing enhancing their flight experience. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what else you put on that list. Roxanne, of course, would be a great one. Uh, you know, just lots of lots of different ways you can go with that one. But I think that's a great choice. All right, uh, this is going to be the trickiest one, I think. Oh man, okay. (laughs) 
Hmm. All right, you got to give me a little hint on this one. Just if you were going to come up with the most nondescript elevator music song for <laughs> the pairing that just does absolutely nothing for you. Uh, I'm going to make a guess. Uh, I'm going to guess Keegan Bradley and Brendan Steele. <laughs> I was looking at them, trying to think of something. This one I uh, I had I had earmarked for Kelly Craft and Kevin Tway. Sure, Just two guys that I really don't don't care what happens, and and they evoke zero emotion that, whatsoever in me. Yeah, that's a tough one. I I, th- I would have guessed you were going with some like uh, you know some gym beats or something like that for uh, for your guy Gaines, but uh, I, I see where you're going. Just, just two guys that are just happy to be living life on the PGA Tour and have done really nothing outside of, you know, at least Gaines has the Safeway win. Um, but Kelly Craft, like, I, I did this point system for Bacon's Pod for like ranking the top ten players, and and effectively, like, I created this system that gives you a point for being relevant, like top five in major. Yeah, win on a PGA Tour is a point. And then you get more points for other things that like winning a players or winning a Riviera or winning a major. And I started to think about all the players that have been on the PGA tour for a long time that had yet to garner one point. And I just thought, God, what a, what a amazing existence that is to do nothing relevant and just, just hang around and just rack up money. And Kelly Kraft is, is one of those people. You know what's tough is, man, there's this is kind of making my my point about this event, I I think, a little bit, is it almost like takes the anonymity of so much of the PJ tour and just like magnifies it with some of oh, these yeah. some of these bad teams. So like everything you just said is like, yeah, I mean you could also apply that to the Matthew Naismith Taylor Moore team. You could also apply that to, you know, uh let's just scroll down the list here. Lee Hodges and Vince Whaley. Couldn't tell you too much about that team. Uh you know, I don't want to drive by too many people, but Tyler Duncan, Tyler Adam Duncan Shank. And, I know uh, that's a popular yeah, I know that's a popular one for you. Uh who <laughs> else? Layup. <laughs> that, that was uh Ryan Ryan Brem and Mark Hubbard. You can you could probably take that one away if you wanted to. Uh, Scott Kuchewski and DA points. You know, not to uh-huh. the, the shout out to the good You're people of Pekin, Illinois, but it's uh, Illinois. It's just a it's just a big big no thanks for me. But it seems like you've become a coastal elite if you're gonna drive by <laughs> DA points and Scott Kuchewski. You know, uh, a couple guys from flyover country. You've you've lost the plot, DJ. You're a coastal elite now. Well, no, you know what? I was gonna I was gonna lump your boy Nick Hardy into that group, but then I was gonna say no, Nick Hardy's got you know. That that's a player to watch. I'm in on that, so I'll, I'll I'll take a little issue with that. Nick Hardy needs to, you know, he needs to get on his horse a little, a little bit, bit, but better. you know, he's yeah. he's a young guy. All right, up next, I wish I wish Tron was here for this one. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea where you're going with this. <laughs> It's our favorite baseball player. Phil Mickelson? <laughs> I guess you're probably not in on the pit, but I thought about not doing this one, but this is Oh, 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 Mark Leishman, of Great course. Jack hitter. Of course. Uh, that's that's Just good stuff. Good to play. 
batting it around, I believe is the phrase. Is that right? That is correct. He's just, uh, you know, that, that, that song, whenever I hear that song, I think of like a kid that's trying really hard, doesn't have all the physical tools, but is out there giving it his all. And I think about Mark Leishman a lot when I think that. I know. Batting around. I know this is more, you know, more Porath's block of, of farting on, on Leishman, but you seem like you should be a huge Leishman fan. Just a, such an old school player, gets the ball in the hole. It's not flashy, but he plays like capital G golf out there. Listen, I love him. I love, I love him. I, you know, I liken him. You know, the one problem with that song is it, it goes on to say play center field. He's the first baseman that has no pop, like the 90s first baseman. I compare him to Mark Grace. Yeah, John, John Olerud, Olerud, of course. Yeah, JT yeah. Snow. Yes, for he's sure. he's just out there <laughs> batting the ball, <laughs> getting it in field, plays great defense, great in the locker room. I think that's, I think that's a good call. You expect him to have more pop. Sure. All right, so... <laughs> We got Leishman and uh, and Cam. Smith. I feel bad for Cam Smith having to be in there. All right. Um, Cam Smith has kind of a college baseball player look going. That's, a, that's an extremely graphic song to choose for somebody. Uh, what was the last line there? Show me where your dick's at. <laughs> I meant to cut it before we got to that. I I think this is the second time I've used the Kesha song. Just for the for the record, I do not listen to Kesha. Kesha but, makes um, it's pretty certified bangers. Uh, Kesha. That shit has some hits. You know, I I, I don't really have a, a... I can't really hazard a guess at this one either. Uh, I might need a bit of a, a clue. All right. Think about somebody that comes out of comes out of their mouth with a lot of blah, blah, blah. Ah, okay. I got you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that one's uh, probably the William Ho group. <laughs> that is correct. Billy and Sam Burns. Uh, that's... That's good. I didn't. I of course figured he would be on the list, but I didn't know where uh, where you'd put him. Some sort of. Well, Billy. Billy this week said, you know, I don't care what people think about me. You know, fuck everybody. Basically, I'm just gonna keep doing what I do, which I like. I appreciate that attitude. Sure. I, I, yeah. I heard. I got some reports. Somebody may have off the record asked him what he thinks of golf podcasts, and mm. he. He might have said, fuck all those guys. Hell yeah. So yeah. I like the energy yeah. he's pushing out there. I, and I don't even really disagree, to be honest. I, I would say that this, is, this shotgun start has, has gone full circle. We've become a pro Billy Horschel podcast. I love it. I, that, I love hearing that. I, I think it's you know classic example of it's, it's always more interesting when he's around. Can't take my eyes off him when he's on the screen. I, I love it. Exactly. He he's doing something that makes my life easier. Exactly. Which is what I appreciate. And talk so, about it. Talk about a guy really that's horrible. just absolutely maxed it out too. You know, I mean, he's he's great. Just uh, uh, you could have you could have headed. Yeah, th- there's a lot of ways you could have gone with that one. It's uh, I'm I'm in on on fuck you energy from Billy. Bring it on. I, well, I think he's being his true self. 
when you're authentic. And uh, Billy's just being himself. Agreed. Which is kind of a raging lunatic. <laughs> uh, all right. We got uh, up next here. I got to fast forward a little. I forgot this is a long one. Oh, no. I got a phone call. Oh, disaster. Oh, this derailed the whole thing. <laughs> this is why our production is, you know, is really lacking. Uh, okay. Who is it? Is this like Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young or something? The title is Wooden Ships. Okay, that's... Uh, well, I know SSP Chow Rage is not in the field. Uh, I don't think Daniel Berger's in the there, field. There's, there's a pirate in the field. Uh, is that your boy Scrivener? <laughs> Scrivener. Is he in the field? Yeah. Unbelievable. How about that? Scri- Yo, ho, ho. Jason did <laughs> there are a couple options. I almost went with Yo I almost went with like Pirate Song. He's paired with Jason Day. Unbelievable. First I'm hearing of this. I think you froze for a minute. You think they're mates from way back when? We're having some serious production issues here. <laughs> You're yeah, you must be on that Airbnb Wi Fi right now. It's not good in Ohio, California. Uh yeah, I don't, they must be must be former mates. I love seeing that. That's awesome. All right, last one. Okay. Last one. <laughs> These are some of the weirdest choices I've ever heard. All right, you're going to have to fill me in on this one, too. I don't even know what song that is. The title of the song is Protection. <laughs> oh, uh, well, let's see who Charlie Hoffman's paired with. Uh, I'm going to say the Nick Hart, <laughs> Nick Watney and Charlie Hoffman group. Just he, I think Watney's out there to take the, take the brunt of this song. The lyrics of the song, I'll take the brunt of it. Be your protection. I love that. That's, that's great. Nick Watney, what a what an interesting interesting time in his career right now. I mean, for both of them, yeah. Charlie Hoffman, like what what's he doing out there? This is your whole. This is gets to your your grand point about this. It illuminates like what's going on. Yeah, I don't think this was your intent, but this uh, this whole exercise kind of really made me even like less interested to watch his tournament. <laughs> How about Martin Trainer and Jimmy Hardke? You excited about that? Chris? Jimmy Hardcase is sweet. He is, he's got that baseball player mentality. Just put me in the game, man. Let me get the runner over. I'm in on I'm in on him. From from Basalt. Exactly. You gotta love a guy that just grew up in the mountains and, and stays there. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I love I love that. It, there there's nothing that gets me more excited than the players who don't live in Scottsdale or Jupiter or Dallas. Give me give me some weird locations. Favorite. Uh, Cindy lives in the city of Chicago. I love that. Like he does not does not conform. He he'll, he'll like rent a house for a couple months in Jacks, but for the most part, 
he stays in Chicago. That's great. Uh, God, there's a bunch. I mean, Streb is a great example of that in Kansas City. Is he in Kansas? Yeah, it's so good. Stricker is probably the the all time you know good example of that living up there. But the uh, I like Leishman in Virginia Beach. I think is really cool. I I, I get kind of a kick out of that. Uh, good baseball series city, it's of course. League team, right? That's true. Yeah, you got. If you're going to get a look, that's a good. You got to put yourself kind of in the right spot. I've got one one last one that I wanted to wanted to include here. I got to fast forward a little. This is off the cuff. Okay. Who is this Ben Harper or something? Oh, Texas. We, uh, it's Leon Bridges, Texas Sun. Of course. Uh, well, we already did this, Scheffler and uh, Scheffler and Ryan Palmer. I think it would be for a true Texan. Uh, Sergio? <laughs> Sergio and Tommy Fleetwood? So I got thinking, I was like, <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood moved to Texas. How quickly would Texans embrace Tommy oh, Fleetwood? Oh, for sure. For sure. That's a great like call. Spitting image. Like yeah. until he, until a word came out of his mouth. Yeah. Everybody'd no, looks... be like, oh, what a what a great guy. What a, what a great Texan. Imagine him in some of the like wardrobe from Daisy Confused. Yeah. Would be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. So this is a late late submission. I was thinking about that in the car yesterday and I didn't write it down, but that I scrolled over them and had to get it in. Uh, I'm kind of shocked we didn't see anything from the Bill Haas, Jay Haas uh, group. I, I thought I was ready for that one. Uh, you know, I know Cats in the Cradle is kind of your your Drew Love, uh, your Drew Love yeah. one, but didn't you didn't want to probably run that joke back? After Westy blew up Joel Beal, I was I was really hesitant to be called an ageist. Sure, yeah, you got to keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. God, your boy. <laughs> fucking lost the plot he has lost the plot we've i don't know if you saw that our 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 new art for westy island no i haven't seen it yet you go on instagram it's there you know we've uh we we had the great jason page redesign the island went from a place with plentiful coconuts and palm trees to one that's that's stripped out with uh with oil rigs and yeah and, uh, swords and sharks it's starting sharks to get a, swimming around in the water it's starting to get a little Lord of the Flies on that island. <laughs> he's, he's a goner. I I'm surprised they didn't that the tour chose to just just Sa- toss out, sacrifice uh, Garrigus. Yeah, they could have just thrown thrown UPS Lee Westwood out there and just uh, really made a scene of it. What do you think that what do you think that London event's gonna look like? Kevin Na's gonna be quick picking up balls. Hell yeah. Out of the hole. Co-crack's gonna be sauntering around. And Westy's gonna shoot an even par final round to lose by two. <laughs> and I agree with all that, but I guess my question is like, who are the other forty two guys? Like I think there's gonna be some guys that are first movers that are gonna get really rich. Totally. That are no names. But I yeah. Right? I, I just I think it might be like one of the weirdest collection of professional athletes in, in history. I mean, if you're a corn fairy tour player, say you've been on the tour for like ten years. Yeah. And they ask you, like, how do you say no? No, totally. It's yeah. Man, fascinated. 
Fascinated to see how it goes. Like I, I can go finish 15th out of 40 and, and make more money than I've made my entire career. Yeah. Whew. Crazy. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be like, it, it, we could, I could see a lot of Euro tour guys doing it. Yeah. True. Like George Cosia. <laughs> Among others. Yeah. Dean Burmeester. Sure. Like Dean Burmeester. You th- see him going out there, hacking her around. Jakob Van Zyl. Marunk. Yeah. Oh, Jakob. <laughs> Guy still. <laughs> One of the most absurd stories in the history of golf. Truly. Gary Player took him under his wing. Gary Player might be in the field over there. He could be. That'd be that would actually make it like more watchable. For sure. Man. All right, DJ, what a time to be alive. Uh, thank you for coming on. I got to I got to wrap this up and I got to get out and go do something. So What do you I, I apologize wh- for cutting you short. Not not at all. What are you doing out there? Anything anything fun? Or is it all top secret? We got an event out here. Oh, of course. On Saturday. So we're we've got our boomerang, but I'm supposed to go play golf this morning. And uh and and that's why we had to do this really early recording. Well, Godspeed. Hit it well. Great to talk to you. And uh Awesome I'm, talking to you. I'm sure Thanks we'll catch up soon. For, you know. And uh what you got anything exciting coming down the pipe? Uh, strapped, strapped. Strap. I watched it. Strapped episode one. Yeah, strapped is out. Uh, or the first episode is at uh, was at in Hilton Head at Old South Golf Links. Uh, and then our next episode comes out Wednesday night at nine p.m. on our YouTube channel, uh, No Lang Ups YouTube channel, uh, at the Charleston Muni, a place very close, near and dear to your heart. So uh, really, really fun stuff there. There's probably some carnage at Charleston Muni. You know what? You'll have to you'll have to wait and see. You'll have to wait and see. It's a lot of emotional. Flex some pain. Yeah, emotional carnage. I think probably more than physical. All right, DJ. Uh, you can find him uh, wherever No Laying Up is. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming on, filling in. Uh, you know, you did. You you performed better than Brendan would have performed. So I I, I appreciate your contribution <laughs> to this year's walk up music. Any any yeah anytime. Happy to do it. Don't find. I bet I'm gonna see. I could see you listening to Bad Girls a couple times. Today. No doubt. It's already already queued up. I can't imagine the uh, auto, you know, the auto songs that Spotify is gonna gonna queue up for me once I listen to that four or five times. All right. All right. See I'll you, see you.